What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite Lorecast on the Citadel. Welcome to the Mass Effect Lorecast, the podcast where we explore the vast universe of lore behind the Mass Effect games. We'll talk about all the details you may have missed, ask the hard questions, and more. Commander Shepard, we've got news coming in. We're going to discuss it right now. This is your host, Tom, or Robots. I'm back with Sam N7, the legend. Sam, we've got some we've got some news to talk about, buddy. We do. Um, you know, I meant to say last episode, happy belated birthday, by oh, the way. thanks. I got older. Yeah. It happens. <laughs> Another revolution around the giant, you know, the fiery ball. Fiery ball of plasma in the center of our solar system. Yep. Yep. Happy I've been, Revolution Day. Yeah, I've been traveling through space and time. Just, just like everyone else. Just Yeah, just to be here. At the same rate as basically everyone else on the planet. Uh, but anyway, we, we, we teased it last episode. We have some news coming in. And surprise, it's Alliance Brass. No, it is. Uh, what, are we, <laughs> what are we talking about? We got a post that came out from Bioware, maybe? About something yeah. that might allude to things that are, are or are not true about commander shepherd right yeah so basically you'd expect this kind of thing to happen with like you know an, an intentional narrative leak like uh, plenty of other games you'll see leaks on reddit and someone will be like oh i'm with bioware and i claim to know blah 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 mm-hmm. blah that's right. not what happened here right uh what happened here is much more benign i think um basically the bioware store posted an item for sale they and uh it was something interesting and then they immediately removed it and it started getting some attention (laughs) (laughs) i'm not one for speculation (laughs) I'm, i'm really not one for speculation most of the time and i think i've made a good point of that on this show you know i'll make educated guesses on the lore but i, I typically don't deviate into hype uh there's a lot of hype there's a lot of hype on youtube and whatnot oh, and sure. in fact sure just trying to get those clicks 
yeah even about this topic sorry there's like a <laughs> vehicles parade. in the background like a parade of of actually it's you know i gotta get this leak out quick they're coming for me <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're coming after they're like we saw them live we're coming yeah quick there's not much time man bioware has a lot of sway wherever you no, live yeah <laughs> harambe's true killer was uh no <laughs> um more or less i'm not one for speculation but this one is probably worth mentioning we were made aware from a listener and a supporter of the show uh that bioware they, they basically tagged us on twitter uh and they took a screenshot of this product description uh and the and bioware had put up this lithograph poster for the next mass effect it was the same teaser artwork that they sent a while ago on their twitter account where it had that crater people said the crater looked like a geth yeah yeah we actually we actually have it behind us here on the screen yeah as, as part of our background yeah, yeah. yeah. so it, we've all been talking about it for quite some time and now they're selling it as a poster not surprised oh, that's cool awesome yeah. poster um and basically, uh, the description of the item is where the controversy lied. Uh, so uh, let's get into it. Uh, the description of the item said something possibly revealing with where they're taking the next Mass Effect series. So if you have not finished playing Mass Effect 3, this has huge spoilers <laughs> for Mass Effect 3. Spoilers. Well, it's a... 10 year old game but yeah right sure. right so right. if you wanted to you know protect your uh you know sensitive ears from spoilers about this i advise tuning out um anyway this is the the the, the, the description of the poster right it says the show goes on dot 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 Shepard's final quest may have ended the threat of the reapers but at great cost including earth itself while Shepard and the survivors are lift, left to pick up the pieces, fans are left wondering what's next. Mass Effect will continue. And with the sneak peek of the poster we got from the Bioware team as part of the N7 Day 2021, there's a lot to unpack. Yeah, there is a lot to unpack, uh, I want to say. And starting with that last, <laughs> starting with that first paragraph that they had, while Shepard and the survivors are left to pick up the pieces. Yeah. Doesn't that implicate to you that Shepard survived the ending? That's, I mean, that's what that sounds like. That absolutely sounds like Shepard's alive and he's working with the rest of his crew in order to do what he can post-war, which has to be the next game. Right. And All they've of, already said yeah. that destroy ending is the only one where Shepard could survive, right? Mm -hmm. That's what they've said. And they've discounted the indoctrination theory. Bioware said it's a cool theory, but that's not what we meant. So basically, where does this all, uh, what does this all mean? Well, it would mean if they are, if we are to believe this marketing language here under this poster that Shepard has survived the ending, which would mean that they've canonized the destroy ending, probably. It would also mean another thing that the next Mass Effect is taking place after Mass Effect 3. That it's not set in Andromeda before Mass Effect Three, or sure. you know, it's it's not the, about the first contact war. Which makes sense There's, because that's what the fans have been asking for: is more of the same storyline, or at least the same timeline in our galaxy. Right, right. So the there's a lot of other. Um, language here in this description uh which is interesting because like 
for instance, it says a Krogan and its four member team walk toward a geth shaped crater with a ship that resembles the Normandy with SFX emblazoned on either side. I understand necessity wise. They're just trying, trying to describe the picture, you know, the, the, the poster yeah. for anyone who's buying it. Um, but it's interesting that, that it's written a Krogan and its four member team. Doesn't that kind of imply to you that the Krogan is the team lead? Yeah. Yeah. That, yes. It's Who because could that it's possessive, be? right? It's right. Well, it's clearly a battle turtle buddy. Definitely. Is it Grunt? It's one is of it Rex? It's one of the Who two. Knows? Yeah. I'm thinking about four people. Rex, Liara, Garrus, Tally. Those would be the popular ones. The original yeah. crew yeah. from Mass Effect 1. Right. Right. The, th- the three most popular plus Rex, which I guess you could say is the fourth most popular. I don't know if he's on that list. Like, okay. Based on our data, think, think about it, going back to the last episode. Right. The people, people, the people, people, the people that people chose to take with them on missions or romance them or whatever. Th- those first three that you mentioned are the most popular three. Yeah. Across the board. Yeah. And then you add... Uh, Krogan, probably Rex, that, that kind of fills it out. That's four right there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, ultimately, well, well, we'll get into it in a little bit, but basically, the supporter of ours said, did the marketing team get ahead of themselves, right? Because they're reading this and they're like, oh, wait a second, we haven't been confirmed to this by any of the official Bioware channels and writing team. And, you know, no one had told us in a pre in like a, you know, a new trailer recently that the new game was definitely going to be about Shepard surviving a Mm -hmm. and B picking up the pieces after Mass Effect three. No one told us that. So did the marketing team get ahead of themselves, you know, and I don't think this description will stay up. Right. So it, it, there's two. I have two thoughts on this. Well, I guess three. One, marketing marketing team got ahead of themselves and posted something that they know to be true in, in the text that wasn't supposed to be out yet. Two, posted the right information, but the product wasn't supposed to be out yet. So this isn't some. This is something that should be launched on the store, say six months from now. Once that information is clearly known, due to a trailer or something that's coming out this summer or whatever, right? Or mm. three, somebody just didn't know what they were talking about and just pulled text out of their butt. Like a lower level marketing person was just like, "Hey, just fill out some text on this and like distress, describe what's on here. We're gonna post it." And then somebody didn't do the due diligence of double checking to make sure that that text actually matched the rest of the messaging. Right. Well, I mean, if true, this would be a massive, massive oopsies. (laughs) You know, if this is accurate, then it's like someone just really shat the bed. Uh, (laughs) Because because this is a really, you know, this is a key detail. Someone just pulled an Amber Heard? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Like, (laughs) (laughs) you're gonna need to toss that bet after that because wow that was a massive massive oopsie that's a big dump Um, oopsie poopsie uh no i that's assuming that it's true right Mm -hmm. um i don't think this is how they'd want to let that cat out of the bag 
for such an important narrative point, considering no. that has been the number one question right. on every Mass Effect fan's right. mind. Right. What happens to Shepard? This is not um, the planned way of, of putting that information out in the world, I don't think. No, no. Uh, and then sure enough, Bioware replaced the description uh, just a few hours later. Um, this, the description on the site for the same product now reads, The threat of the Reapers might have ended. But at, great but at great cost, including Earth itself. While the survivors are left to pick up the pieces, fans are left wondering what's next. Mm -hmm. So now, no mention of Shepard. Right. Now, right. it's all about, well, the threat of the Reapers is, is done and, and, you know, unnamed survivors. Vague, yeah, vague reference to anybody who survived, whether they're in the right. party of the game or not. Right. And then, and so there's no mention of Shepard after that whatsoever, but important to note that the product is still up. So if they weren't meaning to sell this yet, right. then I don't think they would have kept it up. I think they would have just taken it down. Right. So that kills that theory. So right. either somebody totally goofed and revealed information that wasn't ready yet, or somebody just made something up and it just wasn't confirmed before posting. That's what it would seem like. Um, but honestly, here's my opinion. The marketing team, and, and, and this is coming from me being a writer, like mm -hmm. I know how corporate has you write. Right. Uh, marketing team probably got slammed with lots of copy that they had to write. Copy is just jargon for Text. words. Yeah. Um, they had a lot of words they needed to write very quickly. Uh, and it's kind of unrealistic to expect everyone who's going to be working at Bioware to be familiar with all the games. They hire them for their writing skills, not the fact that they're they're so knowledgeable about the games. Right. It's probably a bonus if they are, but yeah, absolutely. But it, it's not going to keep them from hiring you if you're good at your job. So right. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I doubt everyone in the marketing department has played Mass Effect, and I seriously doubt that the Bioware store team has the inside scoop on what directions <laughs> the writers are taking uh, with a game that just barely started pre-development. You know, the marketing departments and like, so at large corporations uh, and Bioware is now part of a very large corporation, EA, right? Yeah, right. The departments are almost like independent cells. If you were to think of Cerberus, <laughs> they're, they're almost like independent cells. Uh, and if we're referring to the head of EA as the elusive man, which I love that that um, analogy, Oof. and I'm going to continue with it. Okay. Um, <laughs> basically, the cells don't. The leads of the cells probably know what the other cells are doing, but the bottom level market marketing copywriters they have no idea what what the design team is doing and if they do maybe it's because they were gossiping at the lunch table in the cafeteria with someone you know what right, i mean right they know somebody else on the other team and so therefore they've been talking about it but not because the information has been revealed to everyone no it's yeah it's pre-development there's no way that they know the serious and critical uh points of the narrative that the writers are going to take it in and the game is still being made. It's probably not going to be released for three years. You know what I mean? There's no mm -hmm. way that a bottom level marketing copywriter who probably is fresh out of school, if we're being honest, uh, fresh out of school or two, three years of experience. Sure. 
it's an it's it is an entry level job, uh, and those types of marketing copywriter jobs are volume. They're volume, 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 volume. Mm-hmm. Keep it coming. Keep churning out and cranking out the the. the they right. probably are given like 50 different items that they need to write descriptions for by the end of the day or the end of the week. Yeah. Yeah. They don't have a lot of time. Right. So the point is they can't just play the games and get up to speed and make sure that they know what they're talking about. Oh yeah. It doesn't No, they, they probably it was probably more of a, Hey, you know something about this game. Take a pic, look at the picture, write up a description Maybe, maybe, but like, okay, so there's some Commander Shepherds in the Mass Effect game, so I'll just add that Commander Shepard and his team, something, 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 this is roughly the description that I know about what's coming out, based on text that they have that they've passed out to everybody. Like, this is the text that we are going with, now just make up something else that at least shares some of that information. Exactly. And so they input Shepard into it, is what you're saying. Yeah. Because they know Shepard is in the games. Yeah, take a look at these previous examples of marketing copy that we've given with Mass Effect related um, items on the store before. Do your best to emulate it. And if you don't know anything about Mass Effect, I don't know, you can educate yourself. I don't really yeah. care how much you educate yourself on look it. Up just a video. get it done. Go listen to that Lorecast podcast find out something <laughs> yeah oh there's somebody yeah. named Shepard in this okay cool right and and by the way I don't think anyone should be hounding the marketing team for not being educated on the games like they're no, not at all their job is to be a marketer not to be a fan of the games right absolutely absolutely yeah there are a lot of people who work in these companies that aren't fans of the games they, they just do their job it would be right. like it would be like assuming that you are only going to hire somebody to handle the um, the finance financial stuff of the company if they have some knowledge of the inner workings of video game design. Like, no, you're not going to do that. The the yeah. person who's handling the money needs to be good at handling money and working with spreadsheets and paying bills on time. You know, like that stuff. Yeah, I want them to be good at that. If they also like the video games, cool. But they don't need to know how game design works in order to or what the plot of the next game is coming out in order to make sure that, you know, they're handling all the making sure everyone gets paid and paying off the bills on time. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should, too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues and other personal needs. So your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? 
Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right. In, in, my, in my daily job, I have to cover um, topics on a wide variety. It could be literally anything on any given day, uh, de- depending on what's going on. It is not reasonable to expect me to be an expert on every topic. Right. But I have to educate myself fast enough that I'm able to convey a point and uh, convey it with a, a certain level of authority. Uh, so that I don't expose myself as not knowing what I'm talking about. Right, right. The funny thing here, though, is that there was no approval or seemingly no approval process. Because even, even when you have somebody who's at that bottom tier level, just a copywriter, and, and I'm, I'm not saying all copywriters are bottom tier. I've worked with very high level copywriters who are awesome at their jobs. But let's say like an intern first higher kind of position and that's what we're going with with the assumption here they usually have to write this copy and then hand it to a manager who then reviews and approves it before it goes out so even if this is the fault quote unquote of say a low level copywriter kind of position there should have still been some sort of managerial oversight in that and there's there should have um but that's you know weird what? If, if they're making pay cuts maybe not yeah that's true. you know if they're if if, if 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 they are working with a bare bones staff their manager probably doesn't have time their manager probably doesn't have time to check the copy of everyone's writing uh if they're if they're working in an environment where their manager is sitting in meetings all day yeah yeah, I get that. I get that. It so can happen. It, it, can it happen. totally depends on internal business processes. And as, as, as unexciting as that is, uh, I would be remiss if I led people to believe like, no, this is probably just a, a leak. And it's, you know, we, we know something that we weren't supposed to know. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie to you. And I haven't lied to people. And I don't want to lie to people. And I don't want people to get their hopes up. Um, you know, it's so much more likely that someone with cursory knowledge of the game made an inference about the story that just wasn't on target. Yeah. Uh, and fans saw through it and they said, Hey, Bioware put this out. So it's gotta be Canon. Now we, we know, Oh, (laughs) too late. Bioware we're on to you. And then meanwhile, you have the manager at Bioware like, Oh God, (laughs) you know? Right. Um, right. After having worked in settings like this, I can tell you 
the writers on the ground get handed this stack of topics that they have to grind out descriptions for. And if you're going to finish the work in the allotted time, there is no time to brush up on the games you may not have played. So Mm -hmm. you try to write as fast as you can. And sometimes, especially when you're communicating with an audience that are all basically subject matter experts, uh, (laughs) right? Right. You you get caught in the woods with your pants down because you had to write something uh, you had to write about something that you like you knew about it but you didn't and that's what i think happened here well there's another variation on the theory as well is that if they are so short-staffed this may have even been outsourced so to outsource copywriting is not unknown it's something i worked at a marketing company i I ran the seo department department but i worked with our copywriters and there were times where uh we had two copywriters in our on our team we had like i don't know 30 people working at the place Two, two of them were copywriters. One of them moved on to another job. And for a while, we had to outsource some of that work because it was too much for one copywriter to do. And situations like this can happen from that as well. Yeah. You have somebody who isn't on the team, who isn't part of the in the know, and they're just working off of some instructions. Somebody had a few minutes to write up and say, hey, write you know some text for these images, base it on whatever you know about the games and whatever is in the image. And we're going to post these later. And it just slipped through the cracks. And if it was someone who has a marketing background and not a journalistic background, I think you're going to find that the marketing background is so much more concerned with how things sound. How does it sound? Does it sound good? Right. But the journalist background is going to say, did we fact check that? Right. Oh, yeah. It's totally, <laughs> is, it's is totally different. true. Yeah. Because your goals are different. The marketing team right. is trying to sell something. The journalism team is trying to report on actual information. Right. right. And, and and like being a journalist you just you expect to be wrong like what happens if i'm wrong and i publish this yeah i can't tell you how many times i think that every day at work yeah like yeah how bad is it going to be if i'm wrong or maybe not even wrong maybe just you know um maybe i'm not wrong but i'm misleading or you're missing missing the full story right it's it's like a kind of almost like a white lie it's that version right. of like, what if I didn't get the whole story right? That's why you see so many journalists backpedal and say things like, um, it's unclear at this time whether or not blah, blah, blah. Don't get mad at them for saying that. They're literally just trying to not tell you a lie. They're right. trying to not. Right. They're trying to give you as you. much information as they can based on what little information they have. Yes. And it's and constantly not, evolving. Yeah. And it's like, like an unconfirmed report. If you ever hear a news station say, we have unconfirmed reports of this happening, take it with a grain of salt, because if they're telling you that they have not gotten confirmation on that report, I'm questioning their editorial judgment and and why they would feel like an unconfirmed report has enough validity to relay it. To even share it, right. To get people even wondering about it. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, I, I think um, and we've got those theories. Uh, I don't know. Still don't know how to pronounce his name. Dath. Uh, you, you pronounce it in a different way. Says uh, tin, a late. Yeah. Tinfoil hat time. Actually, they did this on purpose to drum up hype and interest. Uh, that's one of those things I speculated on occasion. Uh, there are some marketing teams that do clever things like that. The things that look like mistakes because the value of the apparent mistake is greater than the making the team look like they're dumb and did something wrong. Um, I don't think this is probably one of those. 
but no, I've, I think this is Occam's razor. Yeah, it, you generally you want to go with the simplest explanation. Um, and then second tinfoil hat time, it was made by an AI. Maybe uh, I, I we're getting closer to that, that being a real thing. So possibly, <laughs> um, but I would still expect that anybody who's using AI to write a majority of your marketing would still have a human r- review it and revise it before actually posting. Like you wouldn't want to just post the AI writing without ever reading it first. No, but you still need a human I'm, there. I'm willing to bet a lot of money. Uh, this was someone who has never played the game, but had a cursory understanding of it. They wrote it. They were under deadline. They got it. They sent it in. Whoever was in charge of approving it, if anyone, uh, only skimmed it <laughs> yeah. and then said, oh, fine, whatever. Uh, and then it went to print. And then the entire Internet of Subject Matter Experts was like, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And now someone was just given a talking to uh, by corporate about how you have to make sure that you're not, you know, probably the, the proofreader, the proofreader has to make sure like, hey, this was factually incorrect or you just let the cat out of the bag for our entire edit. Like if it is accurate and it was unintentionally accurate, you just let the cat out of the bag for our entire writing team. Yeah. Nicely done. Yeah. Good job, buddy. You know? Yeah. yeah. Well, I would love to hear what other people think about your speculation on this. Um, you guys can feel free to join us on our Discord and tell us what you think about this. And who knows? Maybe we'll get a little bit more evidence. I probably won't get another post like this, but you, you never know when stories come out later. Like, well, this is actually what happened because somebody was able to get a little bit more information. So. Um, interesting stuff. Uh, before we head out, we have a new review to talk about. You ready to talk about some reviews? Yeah, uh, I think we actually have two. Yeah, two new reviews, actually. Yeah. Um, so uh, thank you for everyone for tuning in. Uh, we're not doing a mid break because we're just kind of doing this quick, shorter episode for the second episode this week. Um, but if uh, you are a patron, thank you so much for your patronage. And for being here, we read out all the patrons and the new patrons on the last episode of this week. We'll still continue to do that once a week, but just want to make sure that if you're listening to this episode, you're like, wait a minute, why didn't they shut me out? We're doing it once a week. It's on the the main episode of the week. This is kind of the second bonus episode. Um, but we are going to read out some reviews. We've got Sint Martin from the Czech Republic. This is awesome. I think it's the first time I've seen somebody from the Czech Republic review any of my shows. Uh, Thank you for writing this in. This is awesome. Best podcast in Systems Alliance space. Five stars. I discovered your podcast last autumn by accident when searching for Mass Effect audiobooks online. I've been a fan ever since. Music of Mass Effect is probably my most favorite podcast episode ever. That's awesome. I hope you um, are going to do something similar with the science of Mass Effect. That would be awesome. Keep up the good work, guys. Uh, that is something we've been talking about. That's something we asked if anybody out there knows more about the physics of all of this stuff. Please let us know. We'd love to talk with you about it uh, and potentially have you on the show. We'll see. Um, then we also have one from TWFS is greater than MBF. Do you know what that means? I thought about that briefly and I was like, I'm not sure what that means. Uh, But they wrote uh, also on Apple Podcasts. I'm not Commander Shepard, but this is my favorite podcast on the Citadel. (laughs) Five stars. This podcast really helps my uh, helps the time go by when I'm at work. I have my AirPods in my ears when I'm not supposed to. And I got tired of listening to music. So I found this podcast and it's been super refreshing. Thank you guys for helping me get through my boring pharmacy shifts. Well, thank you for uh, supplying drugs to the nation um also for leaving the review uh we really do appreciate it i hope you don't get in trouble while you're at work but i totally get the whole like i'm tired of listening to music 
I need to listen to something else and then finding podcasts. That's absolutely one of the reasons why I started listening to shows too. Um, but thank you to everybody who takes the time to support the show with ratings and reviews on Apple podcasts, also ratings on Spotify and, uh, even just telling your friends or just joining us and being part of this community. We really do appreciate you guys being here. So thank you so much. Um, Sam, you got anything else you want to say before we wrap this episode up? Yeah. Um, I had mentioned that we were never going to hype to people. There was a lot of YouTube videos, uh, that were floating around about this topic that we already talked about today. Um, I want people to be completely unconfused, like not confused about this. Uh, I've already seen a YouTube video that's gaining a lot of traction that says new t- new details confirmed about the next Mass Effect. No, nope. of course, of course. I'm sorry, yeah, but um, they're going to clickbait the titles in order to get people to read it, watch yeah. it, or whatever, and then people are going to. It's just how. But unequivocally, welcome to the internet. Unequivocally, do not take this as a confirmation of a new detail for the next story. Right. It might be. It could be, but do but it not, might not take it as a confirmation. Right. Like. I recommend it, a living skeptically in all things. Right. That's just me, though. But I think that that's probably a good way to go about life is to just constantly be open to information and updating your version of reality based on whatever new information you get and not locking things in and just holding on to them because you're always just going to be either misinformed or disappointed. So that's just my theory. That's the thing. Like, there's a difference between a leak and a confirmation. A confirmation would be if Bioware came out and said tomorrow, that is true. Yeah. That now yeah. that little message when they said that is true, that is a confirmation. Right. Right. The leak, whether or not this is a leak or a mistake. Right. At best it's a leak. At best it's a leak. At worst it's a mistake. Right. Regardless, it is not a confirmation. Right. So, unequivocally not a confirmation. It could be accurate, it could be, but it's not a confirmation. Yeah. Do not take it as such. Let's be rational humans. Our lives will all be better. Yeah, please. Now, if we wanted to make more profit off of people, we could just fucking lie to them. Yeah, we could. We could. That's that's how the Internet works. But I don't feel right doing that. Um, And I'm not saying that I'm not saying that any YouTube creator making a video about this is doing that. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying don't take it as a confirmation. Anyway, now that I'm off of my soapbox about confirmed reports and unconfirmed reports. Sure. I'm streaming. (laughs) (laughs) I'm streaming Mass Effect. uh, And I'm streaming every Saturday uh, from 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern. I have Sassy Ship Saturdays. On Mondays, I'm streaming modded Fallout 4, maybe modded Skyrim in the future. And then on Thursdays, I am, this coming Thursday, I am starting my very first ever Dragon Age playthrough. Sweet. So awesome. At in seven, the legend on Twitch and Twitter. Awesome, dude. Yeah. All of my streams over on robots radio, the robots radio channels on Twitch, on YouTube and on Facebook. That's where we stream these live shows starting at 1030 PM on Monday nights, Eastern time, 730 Pacific. Um, so come hang out with us while we do the live shows. I do my other number of my other shows live as well. Plus I also sometimes stream games or making music and doing all sorts of other stuff. I'd love for you guys to come by and hang out. Um, but that's what we got. You guys know where all the other shows are robotsradio.net for all the other shows on the network, including my shows and the other shows on the network. Lots of good stuff to listen to. If you're looking for other things, including shows that do cover some mass effect stuff from time to time. So lots of awesome stuff. We'd love for it to, for you guys to be part of this community. And that's all we got for this week. Next week, we're going to be talking a little bit more about Hackett. So stay tuned for that. 
and who knows maybe we'll get another leak <laughs> we'll see but and still until then stay safe out there we'll see you guys next time bye everybody Thanks for tuning in to the Mass Effect Lorecast. We'd love to hear your opinion and thoughts on the lore of Mass Effect. Reach out to us on Twitter at Mass Effect Cast or check out the Robots Radio Discord. Also, you can send us an email at MassEffectLorecast at gmail.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.